Can you hear me? Hold on. Check, check. Hello. Check, check. No. Oh, there you are. Your Yeti's gone, though. Yeti's gone? Mm-hmm. Did it work the other way? Um, I'm not sure. I don't hear you through my headphones. I hear you through the laptop. Yeah, it usually doesn't because if there's any tiny bit of a delay, I would end up hearing it in the recording, but I'm probably not hearing it now because... Okay, so hold on. Yeah. So my speaker is yes. what? Your speaker should be what... Oh, yeah, I can hear myself now in the background. Okay, so what's my speaker? Your speaker should be whatever your headphones register as. So external headphones. They're not headphones. Here yeah. we are. Check. Hello. Can you hear me? Hold on. Check, check. They might need to be turned on. Can you Hold hear on. me? Hold on. No. Check, check. Let me try this. No. Check, check. <laughs> I think I'm going to release the... Hold on. Yeah, Corinne can't hear me right now, but I think Hold I'm on. going to release yeah. the unedited versions of our podcast for subscribers. It's kind of funny, but give me a second. So if subscribers want to subscribe. Because I can't hear you. Hold on. And you can hear the unedited versions of the Hot Cocoa Show. Check, check. Hi, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, do you know what I'm wearing right now? <laughs> I see them. They're cute. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle <laughs> headphones. I like them. Yeah. Yes. This is called a makeshift that. podcast. <laughs> I mean, as long as it sounds good and we can get it to work, we're all good. I was just telling our listeners that maybe we should start uploading the unedited versions of the podcast just for subscribers, though. And you can just listen to the whole thing unedited because that whole part right there was hilarious to me. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Well, I only hear you in one side of my ear, so I'm hoping <laughs> that it comes out well today. Those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle headphones are working overtime. You look super stylish, bringing it back to the 90s, you know, on trend again, 90s fashion. That is true. That is very true. I like some of them. It's funny to see them coming back, but I, I just, please, I don't want low rise jeans again. And I'm too short for bell bottoms. Please don't make us do it. <laughs> They're here right now. The lower rise. I know. It's so annoying. The rest of us are just like, fuck you. You're going to have to pry my high-waisted jeans out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> I think most can agree that higher waisted denim is way more comfortable than Fuck yeah. lower waisted oh my God. skin hanging out no matter how fit you are. Yes. I have a ginormous ass. Whatever size I've ever been, my ass just did not stay in those pants and they definitely wouldn't stay in anymore. <laughs> and then the bell bottom thing is so annoying because as a shorty, they're always way too long. And if you grow up in anywhere like Florida or where it rains a lot, they're always fucking wet on the bottom. So annoying. <laughs> well, hello again, Coco lovers. Corinne and Corinne here, and this is the Hot Coco Show. How you doing, Co? I feel so excited that you're back. And most of you don't know, <laughs> but she was gone and she left me for a month. With a broken fucking toe. So much has happened. I fractured my toe. I'm in a boot right now, but Corinne just schooled me yesterday and told me that a fracture means it's broken. Yes. Did you Google that after we got off the phone? No, I just blindly trusted you. I just recently also had a fracture on my wrist. So I was also confused because they kept saying fracture. Oh, so it's not broken. And then they had to school me. No, that means it's broken. <laughs> Oh, because while I was at an ENT appointment for something unrelated, he's like, oh, you broke your toe. I'm like, no, it's fractured. <laughs> 
like such a fucking idiot. He didn't fix me. He didn't correct. They don't. They don't have time. I was like, no, it's fractured. It's not broken. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in this ugly boot. Girl, I feel It's a bad fashion buzzkill. I'm sorry. You know what was really funny is that I've been catching up on all of my Real Housewives franchises since I've been back. And I totally did not realize that Jersey was coming back. So mm-hmm. excited. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And first episode, Marge fucking falls and breaks her wrist roller skating at Melissa's fucking roller skating party. And Jennifer Aiden had the boot. Yes. Hold up. I'm Jennifer Aiden and you're Marge. I nah. mean, nah. you're way more of a Melissa if it was on look standards. But I could say culturally, you and Jennifer Aiden could have some things going on that are similar. I see, I see that. I do see mm-hmm. that. But yes, I was like, holy shit, that's the two of us. This is crazy. Oh <laughs> For the record, I kind of like Marge better. So, you know, I love me some Marge. She doesn't she doesn't mince words. She doesn't mince meat. But I also love the style of her house. I love when people step outside the box with their decorating. I'm here for it. All of it. Totally. She can have all the Missoni fucking towels she wants. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't watch The Housewives, which are a huge majority of people that I'm coming to realize because every time I try to bring it up in a public setting, everybody just looks at me like, no, I watched the documentary of it. And I'm like, all right, sorry I didn't watch a fucking documentary. <laughs> Can't we time. have both? We can watch documentaries. Yes. We do appreciate a good documentary. Yes. And yes. we can watch The Housewives. There's no shame in the game. All right. Yeah. I actually want to see the Pamela Anderson documentary. We watched the scripted show that came out recently. How was about that? Them. It was weird. Seth mm. Rogen was good in it. <laughs> We've always loved Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen's the shit. Yeah, we've always loved him. I love all of his movies. I wonder if these actors in person, like the vibe we're getting on screen, is that the same vibe we're getting off screen? Well, I will say he came to our Friday night poofer party at Burning Man and he was dancing and having a great time. So his vibe was pretty on that night. Did you like click with him? Did you try to talk to him? I mean, I didn't really talk to him. It's kind of weird. You're not going to be, you know, you don't want to be too extra, especially when people are having a good time and you're dancing and no one's really chit-chatting. We're doing more important things like torching poofers. What's a poofer? So attached to like a propane tank and ours were tiki torches. So we had a tiki bar and our poofers were tiki torches that when you press the little bell on the bar, ding, 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 it would make the tiki torches poof up like... <laughs> it was fucking awesome and you would dance on the bar oh it was so fun i actually I thought it was a like a whip it or something if anybody no, knows what I mean, that is those are available also generally but hmm. no those are still around huh they are wow i would say yes i haven't done one in a while but they are still a thing especially hmm. in the hippie community Hip it good i'd like to welcome corinne back she was on bravo she made it back in one piece i was a little worried <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody where you were? So it was the longest trip I've ever been on in my life. I've traveled pretty extensively all over the world, but we took a break for a long time. So this was the first time it was really adventure traveling. I always like to differentiate the two because... A vacation is much different than taking a trip like this, a adventure trip. So it was a lot of go, go, go. We were gone for three and a half weeks. We went to Egypt for about five days.
days. Then we were in Kenya and Tanzania for about two and a half weeks. And we went to Zanzibar for about four days, which is also in Tanzania, but it's an island off the coast. And it was fucking wild. It was crazy. We saw all the animals you can imagine seeing in Africa. I have some amazing video. I'm actually really inspired. We visited a lot of conservation efforts. We got to see the last two northern white rhinos that are in existence. They're about to become extinct if they cannot get the surrogacy process that they're doing to try to make more of these rhinos, which is crazy, because they can't hold a pregnancy because they were in captivity for so long that their little legs are too weak to be able to support a pregnancy. So they literally had to take the eggs of this rhino and they had the semen from the last male rhino that existed, but he was murdered by poachers a few years ago. So they did the embryos and they have surrogate rhinos that they're impregnating. Otherwise, they're going to be extinct, which is crazy. Anyway, so it was a lot. We didn't really have the internet. We were staying in lodges and kind of like glamping tents, but they were still pretty primitive. Sitting on the porch, you would have an impala jumping over and just hanging around. Oh, wow. At the watering hole right outside of where we were staying. Just all these crazy animals. Were you scared ever? Not really. The only time it was kind of sketchy is we were really close to some rhinos out in the wild and they charged at the truck. So that was a little scary. But otherwise, you you keep a pretty solid distance. You're riding in these crazy safari trucks all day. You're in there from like six to eight hours. So it's a lot. It's really hot. There's no air conditioning. And you did this for how many days? On safari, we were about two weeks on safari. That's a long time. We moved from national park to national park or reserve. So there was some world heritage sites. And we went to the Ngorogoro crater, which was a mountain bigger than Mount Kilimanjaro at one point. And it exploded about 4 million years ago. And now it's just this huge crater and all the animals live there. It's like the Garden of Eden. So pretty. I saw little baby lion cubs playing. I saw a wildebeest giving birth. That was wild. Yeah. And I was sitting up front. The people that drive you around in the trucks, they are amazing and super knowledgeable. So They tell you all about the animals the whole time. And that's really cool. I love learning about that shit. I love animals. And so I was sitting up front with him most of the time because I get carsick, as you know. (laughs) So I could hear him the best and... I got to ask him all my fucking dorky ass questions. Anyway, so I'm up front with him as the wildebeest is giving birth and no one else in the back can really hear, but he's like stressing the whole time. Okay, she's got to stand up now. She's got to stand up now, blah, blah, blah. And describing the process. And I'm like freaking out. I'm doing Lamaze for this wildebeest. I was so stressed out. And then it finally happens. And then he's like, oh, she has to drop the placenta. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. It was pretty crazy. There was a That's lot. Intense. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an amazing experience. I always say this anytime we travel, you kind of have to have some distance from the trip because it's really hard. You're really pushing it and you're dirty. It's hot. Everyone is hungry all the time. Thank God we were allowed to bring beer in the safari trucks because I legit drank beer all day long. <laughs> oh, you left that part out when you were telling me all of it. <laughs> 
I was like, how did she make it through this whole trekking all day, every day in a truck? I mean, beer all day. You're much more adventurous in that sense than I am. But had I been in your situation? Yes. And I was like stuck. Corinne was like essentially with a a group of people that she had to basically eat breakfast, lunch and dinner with for Mm -hmm. how many? Two weeks? Two and a half weeks. Yeah. Two and a half weeks with a group of people who she's never never met. met Yeah. Never Never met met. before. And Mm -hmm. like. For all of you people out there that have traveled, it's you it's people. really not for everybody. <laughs> what do you mean by you people? Uh, no, I mean like <laughs> traveling's expensive. Traveling, you have to take off work. You you know, it, some people have fear of flying in an airplane. Yep. Uh, I, there's all kinds of things. It is a privilege to be able to travel and do something like this. And it is right. not something I take lightly. We have been planning this trip for a year, saving up for it. It's definitely the trip of a lifetime and a bucket list thing. That was a big deal for us. Mm -hmm. But it is a privilege and not everyone can do it. But also not everybody wants to travel. Not everybody has the desire to do that kind of trip. Yep. But I would not call that a vacation. That is a trip. It's a journey. You are on the other side of the world. It took her in six airplanes to get back home. Mm -hmm. Six. It was Zanzibar to Nairobi, Nairobi to London Heathrow, London Heathrow to Washington Dulles, Washington Dulles to Charlotte, Charlotte to Asheville. Wow. It was a lot. So that's a lot. So she's with people for two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. Also, if this was me and everybody take this very lightly, (laughs) how is the outlets? Like, would I be able to blow dry my hair? No. And actually a lot of the places you could only blow dry your hair from certain hours to certain hours because the generator wasn't on. Like we're literally out in the bush. We're sleeping in a tent thing. It's just canvas walls. You have a Maasai warrior that has to escort you. At nighttime, you're not allowed to walk by yourself because there's no fence around the camp we're staying at. So hyenas, <laughs> cheetahs. She's really lions. selling me on this trip. <laughs> I'm getting the chills talking about it. It was crazy. So you have to be uh... escorted by a Maasai warrior from your little tent to where the pool is or the dinner hall or the Oh, bar. there was a pool. Yes. The pool was very nice, but that's where we discovered a new creature that we are dubbing a scroach. You would have loved it. It looked like half scorpion, half roach. Okay. Oh my God. This sounds horrible. (laughs) The front half was like scorpion legs. And then the, you know, the back half's like a roach, but it had this like, I'm not even joking you, three and a half inch long stinger on the end that would look really sharp. This thing was crazy. So we're in the pool. Rob, he's like, I think there's a crab in the pool. And we're with our (laughs) new BFF. (laughs) We're with our new BFF uh, who we met on the trip. Rob always says this in any group travel because, you know, he used to live on the rock tour when he did the warp tour. So he had to live with a bunch of people, but he always gave me this advice. There's always going to be someone you love. There's always going to be someone you cannot fucking stand. And then everyone else will just kind of fall in the middle. Let's just say those other people, Uh you might be the one they can't stand. Oh, sure. I am sure. So we're all on the same page here. Oh, definitely. I was on Rob's list for sure. Oh, you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Guys. (laughs) 
traveling is a whole new world of getting to know somebody. We said it in one of the episodes. If you really want to get to know somebody, Mm -hmm. travel with them. Travel. Before you live with them, travel with them. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yes. This is not the first time Rob and I have traveled together, but this is the first time I've ever taken a group trip with a bunch of people I don't know. And it was hard. I will just say that. And what would you say the age range of how many people was on this trip? There was 11 travelers. Okay. Then there was Fro, who is our guide, and then two drivers. So a total of 14 people all the time. Okay. 14 people. Average age. You're the youngest. Oldest being what? I mean, had to be like 75 80. Okay. We're talking a really broad range. Yes. So Rob would be the youngest. I'd be the next youngest. And then our BFF who we met on the trip would be the next. She's two years older than us. And then everyone else on that list, because I heard about this third person that they became a thruple basically. Uh, Yes. We had a thruple. It was great because (laughs) she was the only solo traveler. So she kind of felt weirded out a lot of times. Solo travel. This woman went on the trip by herself. Yes, correct. Wow, that's courageous. And she's never traveled across the pond before, as we call the, you know, the ocean. She's only been to the Bahamas, Puerto Rico, and Mexico. Wow. She's never been real international traveling. Shout out to this woman. I know. I was like, damn, that is hard to do. And she did it like a champ. She did it like a champ. I mean, to travel in general is very stressful because it yeah. sounds it is a luxury, but it's also stressful. Well, this type of traveling, this type sure. of traveling, this is not like, oh, you're laying on some beautiful beach, no. like on a resort. This is no. like you're really getting to know another country. Yes. And language. And Corinne told me there was two trucks. So there was yes. one truck and there was another truck. And at the very end of the story, she told me that Rob was in the other truck. <laughs> he deflected they were in two different from... trucks. Yes, but Rob's really tall. So he would get shuffled to the back a lot because the olds bully him into the back. Poor legs were cramped up the whole fucking time. He was not having a good time. Oh, and then we were being annoying. So me and my new best friend, there was a lot of singing. There was a lot of inside jokes. There was a lot of laughter. A lot of people don't like that. Yes. A lot of people like silence. Uh, Yeah. They want it to be quiet. And Rob is one of those people. Unless it's like music that's playing on the radio or something. He doesn't want it to be sang (laughs) acapella style by two quasi drunk people in the safari truck. Okay. So we were drunk. We were drunk. I wouldn't say drunk. I wouldn't. It's like you're, you're maintaining on beer. You're maintaining a nice level and you keep that going for two and a half weeks to get through to get through massive amounts of traveling with people you don't know who are Mm -hmm. a lot older than you and probably don't have that much in common with you I'm assuming you try to find a a common ground but definitely they were very intrigued by us and our new BFF because we were young by far And usually to be able to go on a trip such as this, you will have reached a certain phase in your life. (laughs) 
Okay. Like we're about to die. We're getting old. This is the last time we're going to do it. Let's go to fucking Africa and go on safari. It's a whole thing. Do you think in retrospect, it sounds cooler than it is? Or is it that cool? It's very cool. We had a great time. I would, I've never, again, I've never gone on a curated trip or paid for that experience. I've always planned all of my travel myself. So that was weird, not being able to have control over the itinerary because, you know, now I would be like, oh, you only need to go to these three places. I -hmm. only need six days max of safari shit. Right. Before I got married, we went on this like kind of like a backpacking trip. We went to Thailand, Hong Kong and Tokyo. And it was like 30 hours or 28 hours to get there. I don't know. It was a lot. There was a gentleman sitting next to my husband who for the duration of the however many hour flight wanted to know his whole life story. I love when that happens. Oh, I, and <laughs> my, my husband was like giving him one word answers. Like where are you from? Miami. Like he wouldn't even engage. I don't understand how people don't get the hit. Like you're reading a book or something and they're still talking to you. He was like, like shaking yeah. his left leg. Like, you know, like that little nervous energy comes out and I'm just oh my dying God. like next to him with a glass of wine. I'm like, all right, enjoy this guy next to you. But anyways, that was a one flight and we were tired and uncomfortable. Yeah. Your neck starts hurting, your back's hurting. But that's a long flight. I it's mean, really far. Flying is not my favorite thing. Any little thing, there's a weird noise. I'm like, okay, what's happening now? I just, oh my God, I'm terrible. I was talking with somebody about it the other day and I envision crazy like final destination shit and it's not good. I have to literally be like, all right, stop it. Stop doing that. Stop it. (laughs) I wonder if it's a common theme for people that fly because all kinds of shit goes through my head when I'm in the middle of the air. It's a control thing. You watch a stewardess show you how to do it. And then you think to yourself, wow, if this were to really happen, do you even freaking remember what the hell she said? Okay, pull the thing down, the vest. Oh, I remember, girl. I am paying attention. Really? Oh my God, it's so funny because I always look around and I'm like, no one is paying attention. I'm going to be the only one that knows what to do. (laughs) You're going to be tech support for that too? (laughs) I will too. You're supposed to take your mask off before you put the thing on oh Oh my god I Um, mean anyway the best way to fly is hands down spirit to Vegas um and I'm joking when I say that because (laughs) that is horrible I was like "Ah." she's like "Ah, I don't want to forget it we were on like a spirit flight to Vegas it was like somebody I think it was my friend's bachelorette party or something oh god and the stewardess gets on the the speaker spirit this was spirit and we were three cocktails in with a ramen noodle in hand because that's all they sold and we couldn't even get a bottle of water it was horrible anyways oh they had ramen noodle at least they had ramen noodle we were hungry kind of nice i'd be into that i'm into that my friend ordered one and we were like passing the ramen noodle we're like good call fuck yeah (laughs) she gets on the the speaker and she's like all right i need to know (laughs) wait hold on was she a pirate (laughs) who blew up the bathroom and she doesn't mean blew up like with a bomb she means yeah that's probably issues in the bathroom did she use the words blow up or blew i'm up? pretty sure blue i don't know who this was like listen that's crazy this was pre-sensitivity times i mean i would i don't give a fuck how sensitive or not sensitive times i don't want people to be talking about blowing shit up on a you plane you know what <laughs> let's revert it back let's say she said uh, who stunk up the bathroom okay okay let's, but let's that's go so that. wild that she got on the thing to say that at all i was like, also three cocktails deep so the 
wording is probably not precise, <laughs> but that, but trust me when I tell you, it was that right. Okay. I'm just laughing. There was a lot of spirit on that flight. There was spirit on that. S-P-I-R-I-T. You know, I, I didn't mind it. Did feel a little bit like I was on a cardboard box, uh-uh. but. I don't like spirit. Spirit freaks me out. Again, I'm like way too paranoid. All like, planes it, freak me out. For sure. I totally agree with you, but there is something to be said about being able to take some sort of mood altering substance such as a Xanax or something of the like. And you gotta having... be careful though. My last trip, they kicked this guy right off the plane. He was drunk as a skunk. Well, he you was... can't get to that level. Oh, he was like talking shit. He was... No, no, no. And his no. friends were like this. They were like shaking their heads. I've seen terrible things happen on a plane. You sent me one recently. She was yelling at people, yes. right? Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. This is so funny. This one time coming back from Aruba, people sitting right in front of us. It seemed like they had just got engaged or something. I would say they were probably in their late 40s and the woman was wasted. And you could tell they'd been in the sun. She wasted. Just wasted. Corinne sent me the videos. I was dying. No, this is a different lady. Oh, this, this is, is a different, different lady. This is years ago. But she's on the plane and she's demanding so many things. She was from New York or something. And she's like, I need a pillow, blah, blah, blah. How am I supposed to sleep without a pillow? And so they they bring her this little kit that you can pay for and you have to pay. I think it was like like $9. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But no, it was like $9 for the blanket and the pillow and like some socks or something. So she (laughs) pays the fucking $9. She's opening up her little package. She's being so loud. And she's like, oh my God, what kind of pillow is this? This pillow is so, so fucking small. My cat's balls are bigger than this pillow. <laughs> Listen, lady, <laughs> this ain't Sealy or whatever. <laughs> so every time something's really small now, we're like, my cat's balls are bigger than this. <laughs> It's bad. I mean, this guy, we were leaving Austin. It was last year and he started talking shit. Were you still on the ground? Yeah. He started talking shit on the line. They don't fuck around in that situation. If they're on the ground, they're like, get the fuck off the plane. I had a topic. Uh that I wanted to talk about while you were gone. And this reminded me of it because I feel bad that the name Karen is a thing and we're Mm -hmm. Corinne and it's a little close, but it's not close at all. If you know what I mean? First of all, it is not the same. It's not close, but no disrespect to Karen. My heart goes out. My heart goes out. My heart goes out out there, but we are Corinne. (laughs) We're Corinne. Not Karen. I ain't nobody's Karen, bitch. You better recognize. We are Corinne and Corinne. There's no Karen involved in it. However, I feel bad for that person that is named I that. Bad. I know. But sucks. does the name match the energy? Take a poll on this. Do you feel bad for people named Karen or are they usually hashtag the vibe vampire of the week? That's a good poll. I don't know if I should use the word Karen. I don't know. I do feel bad. Do they deserve the title? It's not fair. It's not it's fair. It's not fair. I think the analogy though is on point mm-hmm. about a specific type of person. I have a neighbor that's a Karen and I also dangerous and annoying. I was on a plane and I think it was Southwest. There's some airline that you just kind of line up in your group number or something. Okay. She's 
staring at my friends and I's group uh-huh. number and saying, oh, excuse me, like, what is that your grant? It's not your group. And it's like, listen, lady, <laughs> mind your fucking own. Okay. Yeah. Mind your own. Now my kids wanted to know what the male version of a Karen was. And I think they Googled it and I'm yeah. sorry. I have a best friend named John, but it was John. Oh, was it John. It, mm-hmm. I think it oh, was no. a John. That's no. I, 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 I think that the truth is, is that I think it's just called Karen. I don't even know if there's a male version of it. But see, you can call a dude a Karen. Correct. I would say that to my husband if necessary. Correct. Like, don't be a Karen. Stop being right. a Karen. Yeah. Yes. So I just wanted to go back really quickly to two things. First, just the people at the airport and Karens. And one last Karen story. We were in a clunky airport. We're flying from Arusha Airport to... Zanzibar, which is a little island off the coast of Tanzania. Everyone is dressed for beachwear. There is zero information about what flight is what, where you're supposed to be on any of the boards. People are hella confused and freaking the fuck out. So we had already been prepped that this airport is quote unquote clunky and to just chill, just wait it out. Clunky <laughs> meaning a hot no mess. No information. Yes, just really hard to navigate, very confusing, not a lot of information. You just kind of got to pray to the airport gods that you will be in the right place when that plane is ready to depart. But people were losing their minds. So I saw this one woman. There's small gates. There's only one fucking gate, okay? There's a lot of planes coming and going. So every time a plane is about to depart, it's two gate agents will come over and they work for that specific company. They have no information about any other fucking airline. So if this is precision air, they are only dealing with that flight. They can't tell you about Kenya air or anything like that. They only got this information. So anytime the gate agents would change, people would rush the thing being like, are you with this flight? Blah, blah, blah. Because the last people couldn't tell me any information. (laughs) This happened a couple of times we're watching it because we're just chilling. We're like, we've already been told just fucking chill. This lady comes over and she is just livid. I, I can't tell what country she was from. It sounded like she was from the UK, but she just was so mad. And she's like, I just this is unacceptable. This is just unacceptable. And there's like nothing you could do. What are you going to (laughs) do? Right. They don't give a fuck. Don't get on the plane. Get on the, they don't care. There ain't no customer service. What are you going to do? It's hard. It's a hard, traveling is, it takes, you don't know what that person, if they were delayed on a flight, you know, like. No, but she was wearing her cute little romper and like, she was fine. There was nothing going on. No, it was like, she just needs to chill the fuck out and realize she's in a different country where things work different and you have to be flexible when totally. you're traveling in those situations you don't want no fucking broke down palace shit to happen to you so you best keep your mouth shut yeah and you just stay in your freaking airport lane and you don't mind your peace and cues freaking do shit you just yeah. follow whatever yeah. rules are happening at that moment exactly i mean we went away last summer to the bahamas for my birthday yeah. and first we were delayed then oh we got up into finally after hours hours of being delayed it was by the way it's a 40 minute flight from here to the bahamas no big deal (laughs) 
Finally, they tell us that we can board. This is after three or four hours of being at the airport delayed. And the captain gets on the speaker and says, we're sorry for the inconvenience. We just have to circle around. There's a bad storm in the Bahamas. It's an indefinite period of time. We don't know when what's supposed to be a 45 minute flight is going to land. And it starts getting hot in there. And I start thinking about food. I'm like, oh, we don't have enough food. I should have eaten at the airport. What if we're stuck here? Then I start thinking, what if he runs out of gas? I'm like, uh-oh. No, they wouldn't do that. But Well, I was thinking we would probably, we could essentially land back in Miami. If that was the case, they would go back to Miami. They have enough gas. But I would have felt so bad. I mean, we had 20 people flying to the Bahamas. We all decided at that moment, though, that when we do this again, we're definitely going to charter a plane, not to sound like a bougie-ass bitch. But yeah, I'd like to give respect to this conversation because I actually was watching a reel about this girl and she's like, oh, my God, for my birthday, we're all going on a trip and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) For my birthday. The other person like, you know, they have those like where the other person is watching what the person's saying and gives their response. So the girl's like, I'm sorry, who has this many friends that could just travel for somebody's birthday with like unlimited funds. And so I am extremely grateful for that time period. I think everybody was ready to get a little trip. It was very fun. It was really fun. I think it was much needed for everybody. I think if you can arrange even four people going, just anybody going, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Traveling is great, especially if You don't take six planes to get somewhere. (laughs) No, again, this was not an easy trip and definitely a, you keep saying it on the trip, the trip of a lifetime. We did a lot of really, really, really cool stuff. Yeah, Some stuff I'm not even allowed to talk about because we got special access. Oh, nice. And can't talk about it secret information i'm really so I'm gonna talk it. about it a little bit but not talk about it at all <laughs> i know i'm just gonna talk about how i can't talk about it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i missed you <laughs> Oh my I missed God. You. I missed you too. It's funny, guys. I was listening to our episodes, and in <laughs> one part of it, Corinne said, Be careful what you wish for. And mm. for I don't know when in the last few months I've been very overwhelmed. And I kept saying, I'm overwhelmed. I need a break. Mm-hmm. Da da da. And you got a I, literal break. I got a literal break of my fourth toe. And your fourth toe <laughs> on what foot? On my left foot, thankfully. Oh. So I don't have to take off this boot when I'm driving. Oh, that's a good point. But I've never broken oh. a bone. This was a new journey for me. And broken bones are not fun. I teach yeah. fitness classes. I was like, um, no. Corinne was gone. So we oh. weren't recording. Nope. I couldn't that first like week and a half. The doctor was like, I would take off if you can. So I took off. So I didn't teach my classes. Corinne wasn't here and a little bit down in the dumps and it was not fun. Life will do that to you. Yeah. So I had a literal break. I couldn't even walk to my kitchen without, you know, limping. How is it now though? Are you better on your feet? No pun intended. I feel better. I just, you know, I know I have to be careful with it. And especially since I teach fitness, like I don't want to mess it up. I don't teach fitness because I, oh, my body needs to look perfect. I mean, that's great if that happens, but it's really for my mindset and making people feel good. And 
I love working out. It really boosts your endorphins. And Corinne and I have been talking about how we really want to focus on our health. And I've been feeding off of you a little bit. And hopefully you feed off of me a little bit. But like yesterday, I bought a bunch of good groceries. I sat outside in the sun for like 25 minutes, which I put sunscreen on my face. But Mm -hmm. I needed some vitamin D. I needed some natural healing. I'll give you some vitamin D, girl. I know. Sorry. It's normally from my husband, but I'm totally into hearing it from you too. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I watch the Jersey short, which you do too. And there's a lot of sex talk in that show also. I'm team Angelina and Vinny. If you're listening. Oh my God. I want it to happen. Who doesn't want it to happen? Smash and move on. So I really think Vinny fucked up with Maria. I don't know what happened, but Maria was, is just the best. And I'm sad about it. I'm sad that Vinny can't get his shit together enough. I'm feeling Angelina and Vinny. I hope that they can make it work. I also have one more. That's Nation. I know you're not part of it, Corinne, but I just have to get this off my chest for those of you that watch The Bachelor. Okay, this guy got COVID. Just hear me out and then we could end. But this guy got COVID. Okay, The Bachelor. The Bachelor. He got COVID. All right. Sorry. I just realized I was doing my English accent thing. Rob and I have been talking with an English accent here and there as we've been traveling. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So he got COVID. He had to cancel his date with however many girls he was going on a date with. And um, on the show, (laughs) on the show. Okay. We're recording. Like it's Uh an actual uh episode. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing a group date. I got it. I watch Rock of Love. (laughs) It's like the cocktail hour or whatever, or whatever you call it. It's before the, the rose ceremony where he has to get rid of some bitches gotcha so then they're all like desperately like trying yeah they want his attention so they're doing it one-on-one over zoom or facetime or whatever so the girl walks into a room and his Uh he's on his ipad or whatever wow that reminds me of when i had to go to jail and that's how telecourt was (laughs) oh wow anyway continue on (laughs) i do want to hear that story Uh uh corinne went to jail so i'm watching it and the girl walks in and She's feeling all nervous and she looks at the bachelor. She's like, like, I understand how you feel. I got COVID in my job before like a quarter. I don't know the exact words. It was something she was comparing his situation to her career and not meeting quota or whatever. He literally looks at her and says, you're comparing me meeting the the person I want to spend the rest of my life with the making the girl feel like absolute shit. Like she was just trying to vibe with him. And it makes, I understand two sides of it. I understand when somebody tells you a story and you tell them a story and they think you're one upping their story, but really sometimes you're just trying yeah. to, there's a fine line of like, okay, we're, I'm relating to you or I'm like one upping you. Yeah, there is a fine line. She's bawling afterwards. And I'm looking at the screen like I liked this guy, but then I'm watching it. I'm like, what a shithead. Why is he making her feel so bad? What do you think about that? That's messed up. I think it's a power thing, a power struggle. I just wish people could communicate better. But sometimes you are trying to communicate. Like if you're telling me a traveling story, right? as long as I'm not like interrupting you and I don't let you get your final thought out. Listen, we both have an element of ADHD I'm pretty sure still want to do that take that take a test see for sure but 100% down that's kind of just how we communicate and we're used to that but I totally understand what you're talking about because there are certain friends where I just gotta let them finish talking <laughs> 
just gotta let him finish talking. Yes. Yeah. Is it that like is it a narcissism thing or like an ego thing no. where you're just like blah, blah blah oh my god I no. went there too and like oh my god personally it's about relating just like you said right. I'm just trying to be like I understand where you're coming from but I've read a lot of things about this recently because I do that too. I've read also things lately that it's trying to train me right. You start thinking more about how you just let the other person finish their story and really listen to what they're saying instead of trying to think of the next thing you're going to say. Because you're not really actively listening if you're constantly trying to think of the thing you want to say. And also, a lot of times people just need you to hear their story, whether the story is something bad that's happening to them right now or something good that's happening to them right now. Whatever it is, sometimes people just need to tell their shit, have the floor for a minute Mm -hmm. and all they want is a a congratulations or I'm really sorry that sucked right just kind of giving a response they don't want any unsolicited advice sometimes you are saying it because you're conversating and you're going back and forth it is a fine line but I was listening to a podcast last week that the person was saying it's not a good look to one up a person's story like if somebody's like oh yeah like I went to a party last night it was really fun and then the person's like Oh, I went to this party last week and there was this and there was that and this and that and blah, 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 blah. That's not a good look. I mean, I think we can all recognize that as being comical, but there are these nuanced situations where you are trying to relate with the person, especially if it's a hard thing. I understand. I'm here for you. I want to listen to what you're saying. Again, a lot of times people just need to say what it is. I guess I was relating to this woman on the show because I've tried to be relatable, but he was really making her feel stupid. Like, why are you, it's like, is that gaslighting? I always get confused with this term gaslighting. I don't know why my brain can't process the word gaslight the way it's described. Well, see, I was gaslit a lot because I was raised by a narcissist and they liked Mm -hmm. gaslight. I learned what that was very young. It means that you're kind of making that other person feel like it's your fault, but it was their fault. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah, that could be a form that it takes. A form of it. There's different forms of gaslighting. An example would be you're saying something that happened the way that it happened or how you remember it and they will be like no that's not how it happened it was more like this blah 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 you're crazy you're you're remembering it wrong Mm. okay so we have some things to work on here well we could dive deep into all of these topics that's what i love about this podcast is that we'll always have something to talk about because there's so many topics that need a deeper dive Totally. And I would like to hear from our listeners. What are some things we should talk about? DM us at Hot Cocoa Show on Instagram. And I think that is a good place to leave this episode. What do you think? Yes. Do you have any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Work on not being a Karen and maybe find a new description for it. If you have any friends named Karen who aren't Karens personality wise, but just Physically on their birth certificate, it says Karen. What what should it be called instead? It can't be somebody else's name. You don't want to like, for instance, implicate Barbara's in this mess. Yeah. <laughs> that's Or Jennifer's. Yeah. 
That's mm-hmm. tough. But mm-hmm. just for the record, we're Corinne. We're Corinne and Corinne. <laughs> not so, Karen and Karen. Nothing. That might be actually really funny. By the way, really quickly, as my final thought, because you just mentioned our names, we have some really exciting ideas for the podcast. And we're planning to interview every Corinne we can find out there in the world that may have a cool story to tell. Or maybe they have their own podcast already. We've already found a few and we're going to be reaching out to them very soon we are going to have special guests very soon but they are secret surprise special guests that we cannot disclose at the current moment we're very excited about that as well so if you have any suggestions for who you think we should have on the show also dm us at hot coca show on instagram Mm -hmm. and make sure to subscribe to our podcast feed wherever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts and until next time keep it fucking real keep it real bitches love you bitch love you bitch missed you missed you too so happy you're here don't be a karen